What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. All right, you guys, we're back. Sorry that we missed last week. You know, it was all things Halloween and whatnot, but we're back. Yes, Thank you, guys. It's hard, it's hard when Halloween falls like on a weekday. Yeah, because there's so many things like even over the week. Okay, so it's like the weekend, a bunch of trunk or treats, and then Halloween following on a Monday. It's just a lot. And Monday is our recording day for those that don't know. So yeah, it, it was a lot going on. <laughs> and we're both in our soft life. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we got these kids that got things going on and involved in school, running businesses and a whole lot. We know y'all understand because y'all are doing the same thing, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. But thank you guys for tuning in, for listening. Always, please uh, hit us with a little review. It's always appreciated. But anyways, let's get into it. We have so much to talk about today. So Kendra, what have you been up to? So this past week was super duper busy for me. I, um, for those of you that don't know, I used to do makeup pre-pandemic. I was a makeup artist and I still have some clients who hit me up every now and then for events and things like that. But I kind of pulled myself out of that space just because I didn't really have like a passion for it anymore so um I really only do makeup for people that I know still are like past clients that you know have special stuff going on so um I actually did two faces this weekend and I forgot about both of them (laughs) because one of them was a reschedule for a photo shoot and um, when she rescheduled it, I forgot to put it on the calendar. So she hit me up the night before, like, hey, girl, you still down? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was on Friday. So I um, did makeup Friday, went to pick up Kendon, came back home, got dressed, went to a party in Long Beach. On the way home from the party, I'm taking out my weave, TMI, I'm taking out my weave in the car because I oh have to wash my hair because I have another appointment to get my hair done the next day. So at what time? My hair appointment was in the evening the next day, but I had other things to do prior to the hair appointment. So I needed to get my weave out and make my hair presentable for the day before the, the next day started. So I'm just getting out of rundown because it was a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. So I took my hair out um washed it all that good stuff this is why you keep you a handy dandy glueless wig on hand okay okay nobody would have ever known that i had this whole process going on so wash my hair (laughs) got to bed at like 2 30 in the morning get up the next morning at seven i mean a few hours later at seven because i have to go to the other makeup appointment which was saturday morning um do her makeup congratulations to my friend she um she just opened her law firm and she listened to the podcast. So, hey, girl, congratulations. Oh, that's so um, exciting. Yes. And so I did her makeup and then I went to um, oh, Temecula Winery for, um, it's called Miramonte Winery in Temecula hmm. for one of my friend's birthday. So that was really nice. I really liked um, the, the winery and everything. So that was a great experience there. 
And then I went home to get my hair braided. <laughs> so I got my hair done and we finished at like 2 a.m. Because we didn't start till like 8.45. So another 2 a.m. night for me. And then the next day, which was Sunday, was my son Bryson's birthday party. So his birthday is not until November 16th, but we celebrated really early because um, we have so many events and things going on this month that this was just the best time to do it. Nice. Um, so we had a great time. Nicole and her kids were there. Mm. Um, a lot of our close like family and friends were there um, at the party. We went to a trampoline park because Bryson really likes um, the trampoline park. He had a great time. Um, yeah, so we had a very, very full weekend, but it was it was fun. I'm glad that it was over and I made it through. <laughs> okay, that's a jam-packed week. That was from literally Friday to Sunday. And then the birthday party ended kind of towards the evening too. So, yes. so when we got home, I am, I'm one of those people that has to unpack. Like when I go from on vacation or a party or anything, I have to like unpack and put everything away and reset up. So I literally got home at like 630 and put away all the stuff from the party, um, open Bryson's gifts, threw away the paper, um, put the cards away, like opened his toys, set them up. <laughs> oh my, oh, not, not opening the gift. You opened, oh my goodness. Yeah, we opened all the gifts and. Well, I, I can see that actually. I can see opening all the gifts. Yeah, because I was like, I don't want bags just sitting everywhere. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to let him open them on his actual birthday. But I'm like, I don't want these bags just sitting here for a week and a half. Um, yeah. So I, uh, like, and then I wanted to break down all the boxes and stuff. So we unpackaged all the toys and um, put the box, broke down the boxes and put them outside. And so um, then I got comfy. I literally sat in my bed and watched TV for the rest of the night. Finally laid down. It felt so good to just lay down and relax. Um, so yeah, we had a, we had a, a time. Okay. <laughs> okay that's jam-packed but it was so it was so nice to celebrate um Bryson's birthday I know the kids were really looking forward to, to it they had so much fun and um I remember us talking like a long time ago and talking about like our son's personalities and either like they were gonna really like click or they were gonna really like not like each other yeah and to see them like they like hung out like the whole time just ripping and running yeah they love like, together yeah i was like oh wow they really um connect like they really get along mm -hmm. because isn't that the worst when you like meet up with somebody and your kids don't get along it's like i can't see you again because yeah, like if we click but our kids don't click it's like it's not gonna work because or i'm just gonna have to hang out with you we can't hang out with the kids right we're going to be, you know, trying to intervene with the kids the whole time. It's so nice. Like, when Nicole's family came over to my house, it was so nice because we weren't, like, breaking up fights. We weren't, like, right. refereeing. It's just, like, we could just make sure they don't get hurt. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, we can relax. <laughs> we can talk. Just make sure nobody gets hurt for jumping off of the uh, slide. But, you know, it's just nicer when we don't have to worry about anybody's feelings getting hurt and all that. 
so yeah it is it is and like I know Austin can have a lot of energy and like Kenton even though he's younger he like matches the energy <laughs> like <laughs> and so I was like oh my goodness somebody who can match your energy because you know with boys they can be really like you know ooh, 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 boom 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 yeah. mm -hmm. and for Kenton to be well he's six yeah he's six Oh, okay, yeah, because Austin's seven. So, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that was nice. So, my weekend, oh, my goodness. Friday, okay, first of all, my husband was gone all last week. Oh, my gosh. I had to do Halloween mm -hmm. by myself. Oh, gosh. I was <laughs> like, how am I going to do Halloween on this Monday by myself? Yay. And then turn around and have to get the kids drop off and pick up for the whole week. Whole week, girl. Whole week. It was like, you know what? All I could think about is, you know, in the Bible where um, Jesus is in the boat and the boat is rocking and they come and wake him up and they say, Jesus, like, come out here and save me, right? And he's like, why would anything happen to y'all? I'm on the boat. So why are you tripping? Right. So that's how I, that's how, that was like the only thing I could. I kept you together. Like, me you together. are with me. <laughs> You're on the boat. I'm going to be all right. Okay. But that picking up and dropping off all week long is a lot when you're not used to like doing that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I, was it last week I did the same thing? or the, I think it was the week before Brandon was gone. Yeah 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 it's it's a lot it's a lot and so doing all that and then halloween night i thought i did actually a really good job halloween night i got in i handled it i handled it <laughs> and all this stuff for the kids school like i was just like because then i after i dropped the kids off at school i come to the office with my daughter who's one and a half mm -hmm. So to drop them off and then come to the office the whole day and then do pickup, then do dinner, it was it was a week, okay? Right, dinner, baths, getting ready for the next day all by yourself. And then my husband gets back, like, I think Friday, and then he had a meeting Friday evening. So I was like, I'm exhausted, right? Mm -hmm. So thankfully, Saturday, Saturday, um, my husband needed to go see his dad and so I was like, oh my goodness, they haven't seen the kids in forever. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys want to go see your granddad? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so the big kids, I call them the big kids, the two oldest, they went with Josh for like the whole day, basically. Yeah. To go, and then they ended up going out to eat with the with Josh's dad, and Josh's dad was like just loving it. And they went out to eat, and they just had a whole time. And me and Araya, chilling, chilling, taking naps, <laughs> eating. Perfect day. Yeah, we just had just a grand time. By the time they got home, they did a little something. They went to bed, and then me and my husband watched love is blind which we'll talk about today but yeah we watched a little bit of love is blind and then sunday was bryson's birthday but you know with a family of five you gotta start early like you can't it's a lot like the parties at two we gotta start like my mind is like start at 10 30 11 right mm -hmm. <laughs> and then 
this is the crazy thing. When I was a kid, I always remember that right before we had to go somewhere, my dad would always have to do something like, oh, okay, okay guys, while you guys are getting ready, I'm going to go um, get the car washed and then I'll come back and I'll shower or, oh, okay, guys, I have to um, go do something and I'll come back. And my mom would always be like, what are you doing? Like, you know, we have this thing. So why are you leaving? Like, we're literally leaving in 30 minutes, you know? Uh -huh. so since my husband was gone all week and I was busy at the office all week I was like okay um I'm gonna go get Bryson's birthday gift and you guys take showers so then all three of you are showered by the time I get back mm -hmm. and then I'll shower and then I'll shower Araya and we're good to go right mm -hmm. as I'm leaving coming back home my husband goes <laughs> um I'm going to come bring Audrey to you because me and Austin are going to go get haircuts. What? Haircuts? <laughs> haircuts? He's like, yeah, you know, I have the meeting tonight. I'm like, yeah, you got a meeting tonight. He's like, yeah, I was going to go after, but the dinner got moved up. So now I got, I'm like, we're leaving in an hour. What is going on? And I've noticed this thing. <laughs> and I don't know if your husband does too. I don't know if anybody else does do. I know my dad did it. So you know how they sometimes say like you marry parts of your dad, right? You know what? That is very true. That you marry parts of your dad. Because my dad is not like that, nor is my husband. My okay. dad, my dad is like, he's gonna be early to everything. Like he doesn't want to be in traffic. If there's he's he accounts for traffic, car problems, like <laughs> like every he's an hour at least an hour early to everything. He wants to get a good parking spot. He doesn't want to have to rush. We live an hour away from most things that we do. So you leave in two hours before the event starts. Okay. See, my husband used to be that way. Yeah. He would get on me about being late. Late was considered, he would say early is on time. To be on time is to be late. To be, to be late is um, disrespectful or whatever. Yeah. And so I don't, as soon as we had kids though, it was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta clean out my entire car and go to the car wash an hour before everything we do, haircuts. I just be like, babe, what? <laughs> and it's always like the last second. I'm like, babe, you real? I, and so th this time I was like, babe, you realize my plan was to leave at 145. It's down the street, 145. Okay, well, we're going to do... And so then he starts cutting Austin's hair. And I'm like, babe. So then after he cuts Austin's hair, then he goes into, I called and the person's there. I'm just going to go and get my hair cut. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> but you know, it all worked out because you guys were yeah. out all the time. They told me that the party started at 2, but really... 2 to 2.30 was registration because you had to fill out the waivers and stuff. So okay, so it worked out. At like 2.20. Like yeah, and, that's, right and that's why I don't stress about it because it always works out. Right. It's just like, it's always just like mind-blowing to me though, you know, because my dad used to do it all the time. Right, right. And my mom would be like, what are you doing? You know? Yeah, I forgot to but we had a slow morning on Sunday. Like, we got up. We you know we had the time. We had an extra extra hour because of the time change. Yeah, so I did wake up a little earlier than I planned to. Because mind you, I went to bed at two thirty. 
but my bre- my best friend she's an early riser no matter what like she she spent the night because she was doing my hair and going to the party so we went to bed at the same time she was up at my door at eight o'clock like hey girl you got some uh <laughs> okay guess i'll get up <laughs> and so i was able to get up shower the kids were already up running around playing and stuff and so i showered myself showered bryson my husband made a big old breakfast i came downstairs my brother was here i had no idea he was even there <laughs> i was upstairs vacuuming cleaning up straightening up just in case people wanted to come to our house afterwards nobody didn't thank god but I just, you know, I like to be prepared. Yeah, just in case. Uh, yeah, he made a big old breakfast. We had mimosas. Like, we did all this before Bryson's party. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a dream. That's a dream. That's a dream. Bryson <laughs> is so, like, he prepares for things as well. Like, so he'll already have clothes laid out. Like, he, he already, like, did a grocery order for the... um for the breakfast because he knew I had a crazy weekend so he's like don't worry babe I got it I got it and he had it so I said well praise the lord okay won't he do it won't he do it every time <laughs> I forgot to talk about Halloween too did I mention on here about the whole like um the party for Kenan's class and stuff and I think I talked about it on Instagram yeah I think you talked about it on Instagram it went well yeah we're gonna move right along because I didn't talk about it here <laughs> no worries um yeah so that was the weekend do you want to get into these hot topics yes girl let's do it first and foremost we have to talk about drake and 21 savage dropped an album but what i found crazy about it is on one of the songs called middle of the ocean drake says sidebar serena your husband a groupie he claimed he don't got a problem no boo it's like you come in for sushi anyways drake went at a lot of people on this album Uh drake went out a lot of people on this album but i thought it was interesting for him to clap at at serena's husband because he did date serena at one time but Serena's husband thought it'd be a good idea to respond. And he said, Serena's husband, Alex, said, the reason I stay winning is because I'm relentless about being the absolute best at whatever I do, including being the best groupie for my wife and daughter. I know that's right. You're supposed and... to be the biggest fan for your family. Like, you're supposed to be each other's biggest fan. Drake's a hater. And how is Drake not going to act like we saw you in the stands for Serena? They even at one point faulted him saying that she started to lose because of him. I think he's just mad about that. And you know what? This is a pattern because I don't even know who the other guy is. But remember, they were talking about Russell Wilson calling him corny and all this. Yeah. What is it with men hating on other men that are supportive of their women that are and what seems to be healthy relationships like yeah. why why does why does something have to be wrong or um you know like they just always spin it and make it negative like because he supports his wife yeah that's weird to me that's that's a hater to me like why are you going out of your way 
to make a comment about these people that are in what seems to be, I always say seems to be because we don't know these people. Yeah, right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Happy and healthy relationships. You mad because you're still out here. Yeah. And if you would have played your cards right, maybe, just maybe, you could have been in this position. But you're not. So you're mad. Yes, very much so. And what I think was funny is people are trying to say that his Nobu reference because on in writing and lyrics it says no boo but what they're trying to say is that it's also a reference to the restaurant of no boo and they're trying to say that they had an interaction at that restaurant and that is the reason why he's calling serena's husband a groupie that's just like insider trading um <laughs> type of uh thoughts but i just think it's sad that it's become this thing of like like you said, with the Russell Westbrook's, like, you can't, why wouldn't you want to support your girl? Like, why are you trying to make that a thing? Like, why is he trying to, like, why, I understand, like, toxic is, I feel like toxic is trending. Like, it's just trending. Like, popular is to be a toxic man or. Yeah. Like, I was talking to this about my, I was talking about this with my best friend today. Like, why is like people say um to toxic traits like it's just a normal thing like it's just like yeah we all have toxic traits like you know it is what it is but it's like yeah not everybody has toxic traits maybe people have like bad habits but that doesn't mean that it's toxic right you know toxic is like hurtful it's damaging. right it's poison like you know but it's been the, the term toxic trait has been so normalized that we think it's supposed to be acceptable for people to be toxic. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Like, please, no, um, can't relate. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a, and you know, of course, Drake hasn't said anything, and it's just, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, the next little hot topic that I have for you today, Kendra. Mm -hmm was one of my favorites of the weekend I can't lie to you um because Drake and 21 Salvage uh album dropped last week they were the musical guest for SNL and the host was Michael B Jordan and before when I'm sorry as Michael B Jordan was presenting uh, that Drake and 21 Savage were about to come to the stage. Sorry, that's a lot of wording. Michael B. Jordan says, presenting your musical guest for the evening, Drake and 21 Savage, performing a song off of one of the most relatable albums of all time, Her Loss. But it's how he looked at the camera. I watched the video three times. Yes. Okay. It's how, when he said Her Loss, he was like, Her Loss. <laughs> he wanted to make sure that the audience understood and enunciated her loss. loss. And then he was like, most relatable. Right. <laughs> and I wanted, and I was like, Michael, I understand that you're using this little moment, but if Lori Harvey wanted you back, I would put all my funds that she could have you back right and i'm sorry i know michael is a catch but i would put all my money that if Lori text him to today tomorrow 
next month. Never mind, I changed my mind. Yeah, never mind, I changed my mind. Are you free for dinner in three hours? He would be there. I mean, probably so, because it seemed like he was really in love with her. Exactly. And for him, well, allegedly he proposed to her, right? I don't know that part. Allegedly he proposed to her, and that's why they broke up because she said she wasn't ready. Oh. That's what I heard. But um, and if that was the case, for sure he will, you know, he probably yeah, like that's a big step. But for to get up on national TV and say her lost. <laughs> it is now I will say it is SNL. Yeah. SNL loves a moment. Okay. Yes. Loves a moment. Loves a moment. So I'm sure they wrote that in and they picked him on purpose. Is the album called Her Loss? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They picked him on purpose. They picked him because they wanted this moment. They wrote it in said the scripts. And okay. Enjoyed it. And- and okay, during last week, um, before this all happened, I was watching Michelle Young from The Bachelor. She was like the second black, um, third black um, bachelorette. She was doing a live. And she, they asked um, who was her um, celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. And she said her celebrity cu- crush was Michael B. Jordan. So I'm working overtime. <laughs> you know what she's become really good friends with Brianna Mm -hmm. and I just feel like there's a chance you know why there's a chance okay I'm gonna say something stereotypical okay Okay. (laughs) Michael okay this is ah, I don't know I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say it this is a safe space Okay. <laughs> okay, it's a safe space. Okay. This is why I think Michael Michelle Young and Michael B. Jordan might actually work. Okay. Michael has been known to date a lot of white girls. Okay. okay. He has dated a lot, mostly white girls. Lori is half our first. Half, right? Huh? Michelle is half. Michelle is half. But Michelle's mom is white. Mm, mm-hmm. And most Michelle's friends, 90% of her friends are white. Right. But at the same time, Michelle is very aware of black culture. She's very like in tuned with black people. But growing up in Minnesota, you just happen to be around a lot of right. And she was raised by a white woman. Like usually, yeah. What the mother is is yeah culture that the kids normally take on right but at the same time she's proud of being a black woman she's still proud of her black heritage her dad is black she's still like in her blackness but she was in a lot of white culture right michael b jordan i don't think he can handle a Lori harvey okay listen to me now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you know Lori's mama and you know her history, okay? Right. I didn't mean to go down this alley. We're coming right back, okay? <laughs> reel it in. <laughs> reel it in. I'm going to reel it in. <laughs> Lori Harvey is from a different cloth, okay? 
Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But well, I think also, I feel like he should have known by her track record. Yes. That he was not ready to settle down in that manner. I think if he right. would have kept it as a long-term relationship, I feel like it would have lasted a little bit longer, but they're just in two different places in their life. Like yeah. he's clearly looking for somebody to settle down with and to start a family. She like, nah, bruh. She was looking for a PR stunt, basically. Or maybe just a comfortable long-term relationship because he he lasted longer than anybody else she had been with. That's true. And That's so true. That she was comfortable with traveling and experiencing yeah. together and doing events and loving on each other, but she just didn't want to take it that, you know, that next step. So um, and for all we know, they could get back together actually. Right. So you just on, yeah, because we don't know. I mean, I don't know with him saying her loss, but I was gonna say we don't know how how you know what was the status of the breakup. Was it like not right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, but sometimes it's just not. It's not no. It's not right now. You know? Yeah. So. And I'm so I'm fighting for my girl Michelle Young. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm fighting for my girl. Hey, look at. People laughed at me when I said I was fighting for my girl Kim back in the day for Kanye. Uh-huh. And look what happened now. <laughs> and look what happened now. <laughs> what happened now? Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, a mess. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> last but not least, do you still want to talk about Nick Cannon? Okay, real quick. Nick real Cannon. quick. Got another baby on the way. What else is new? However, it is with the mother of the child that he lost, that they lost together. Um, yeah. They're having another child. So, I mean, I think that's beautiful that they can create life to get together again because it's really, yeah. you can never replace a child. It's, just, it's really hard um, to lose a child in that manner, in any manner. Um, so, I think that that's beautiful. But Dang, the man got so many freaking kids that somebody had to do a family tree. Yeah. And I'm so happy that they did because we talked about this before. And I'm like, how many baby mamas do you have? I don't remember how many he has. And how many do you have with this one and that one? And da, da, da. Somebody literally did a family tree and broke it all down. Like all of the mothers. I think there was five mothers. Yeah. That's multiples with all, of, I think all of the mothers with the exception of one. Yeah, except for the one that just the 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 his first like chocolate woman, she yeah. has. Yeah, and so, um, it was interesting to see the whole breakdown. I was like, hmm, yeah. And then I was looking at the ages of the kids, and oh. then you have one that's like one month, and one that's three months, and then you have like multiples over here, and then you have like you know the names of the kids. It was very interesting to look at. So shout out to the person that did that family tree. To help yeah. out in the Nick saga, but I think this is number twelve. Yeah, number twelve, but eleven that are a lot. It'll be technically, yeah. There's two pregnant, I think. Yeah, yeah and two, 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 yeah. Two currently, way. currently. So it'll be a total of twelve once those children are born. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, oh lord, that's a lot. Somebody was like, I know his um child support attorney is kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> oh 
that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, so mama moments. I'll start. Okay, okay go ahead. So we talked about how um my son Bryson, his um birthday is coming up, but we just celebrated his birthday. And of course, I had a mama moment because for those of you who don't know, he was born at 25 weeks. And so he had a very dramatic and traumatic entrance into the world. And so every time I see him reach new milestones and like just with him growing and getting bigger and things like that, it's so emotional for me because I always have flashbacks of like, you know, with him coming into the world so young, he has done everything delayed. Um, and he still has some delays right now, but he is, you know, in interventions for those and things like that, but he is continuing to grow and continuing to hit those milestones. Every time he reaches a little bit further, I just get so emotional. So <laughs> back before I was just like, oh my gosh, like staring at him, like, look at my baby. And then at the party, he was just like running around. I mean, he was having the time of his life like he was laughing and playing and like so just to see him from one pound what was he one pound 16 ounces to just this big old kid running around with these long legs (laughs) a big old smile on his face was just amazing so that's my mama moment oh yeah it was really it was really beautiful to see him like run around and just like just be a kid you know and just have a good time so my mama moment is um you know as a parent you want to have a good relationship with your child's teacher right so one of my kids I, I schools both of my kids have gone to that school so I've had this relationship with some of the teachers for you know the past six years you know yeah and we had left the school and now we're back for the past this is now the second year we're back we were gone for like two years now we're back and so my daughter's teacher I have a you know a pretty good relationship with you know so right now my kids are really into pranks okay (laughs) we're planning pranks we're doing pranks we're you know we got this prank that prank this prank you know so um two three weeks ago we decided like oh we're gonna prank dad for christmas we're gonna buy him some diapers Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm talking to my daughter's teacher the other day and she goes oh you know by the way audrey told me oh sorry i had to put my kid on blast um your daughter told me that for christmas you guys are gonna buy your husband diapers (laughs) She's like, I have to tell somebody. <laughs> so now I'm having to communicate to the teacher that my husband does not pee on himself. Doesn't need them. <laughs> you know, because when you're four, you're not going to explain that they don't oh, need it. Yeah. No, you're not going to explain the whole story. You're just going to say, hey, we're buying diapers from my dad. Right. And so it was just like such a funny moment to like, oh my goodness and then it was supposed to be a secret and then I accidentally told my husband and then my husband just started laughing like oh my goodness no you guys didn't so now I've done ru- ruined the prank from my husband right 
And now I got to switch the prank to something else. I got to get the kids to switch it. I can't tell them that I told him, but we're going to, we're going to figure it out. What I might do. Yeah. What I might do is he was thinking he's going to get the diapers for Christmas. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have the kids get him diapers for his birthday. Cause his birthday is right before Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And then something else for Christmas. Yeah. You got to switch it up a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a good time. Hilarious. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Like Nicole mentioned earlier, we are going to discuss Love is Blind. If you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know we reviewed Love is Blind last season. And we are, we've currently watched the new season. And we're just going to kind of give our um, little recap opinion on some of the couples. And because there was a lot going on. A lot. It's a whole lot a lot going on this season and we saw a lot of red flags and I know I mentioned earlier like throwing around the word toxic traits but we saw some real toxic traits in some of these couples so we're just gonna start by breaking down um some of the couples but what did you think overall of the season like about the matchups and like was there any couple where you feel like they should have chose a different partner? Ooh. Ooh. If anybody should have chose a different partner, that's a good question. I think, um, I think Zanabe should have picked, like, I feel like if Zanabe might have worked better with Matt. Mm. Like, I don't remember them talking in the pods, but seeing their personalities and how she is wanting that comfort and loyalty and how he also wants that comfort and loyalty. I feel like Zanabe and Matt would have been a better match. Yeah. I think they actually could have swapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cole and, Cole and yeah, Cole. they should swap. Exactly. They could have swapped for sure because I think even, I hate to say aesthetically, but like I feel like Cole and Colleen match. Yeah. And Matt and Zainib, they could have matched too. Yeah, they would. I think they would have matched well. I also think that in the pods, Alexa and Brennan, I think they both had their poker face on in the pods and they just were nowhere near their authentic self because I feel like outside of the pods, Alexa, the more I learn about her, I'm like, oh no, this is a living my soft life i've never lived a hard life for life she's a yeah character. when they showed her family i was like give her family a show yeah <laughs> i want to see this like yeah i want to see that show and his like i think he's a great guy but he's never going to be able to speak her love language because it's one thing if you can it's one thing if like, okay, so she likes to shop. She's got a shopping budget. She likes, you know, she likes to do it, right? She like, she want to do it up, okay? And she's best dressed most of the time, okay? And my thing is, he probably doesn't even know what, who Chanel is. He seems like a very simple guy. Like, yeah, like it's too far. Yeah, he seems like he's a very simple guy. He lives a very simple life. And even when her father was speaking to him, it was like, I expect you to take care of her. Yeah. Expect, even if y'all break up, 
Yeah. Still be financially responsible for taking care of her and whatever children you bear, even if y'all break up. And he's looking like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, nah, bro, you shaking in your boots. Gotta be. <laughs> and Gotta I be. love that he loves the simple life, you know? Like, I love that he lives a simple life. He doesn't live for money. He wants to be basically a stay-at-home dad. And I absolutely loved that for him. Like, great guy. But together? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that aspect will work. But as far as their connection, I feel like their connection could be genuine. Um, I just don't know if long-term all of the other elements are going to work because one thing they talk about in love is blind is like being in a pause is like a different world. So they refer to outside of the pause as the real world. So they're like in the real world, <laughs> um, I think that this will work or in the real world, I would have picked this guy. And it's like, girl, you are in the real world. Like <laughs> this yeah. always knew that this was going to leave the pause. And you were going to have to be in a real life relationship with this person. So for those that don't know, the concept of the show is they have a house full of men, a house full of women. They go into these pods, one woman and one guy. The only thing they know about each other is what they tell each other. They cannot see each other. And after a few weeks, they decide whether they want to marry this person, basically. And the guy proposes. And whoever you propose to, you get to go out of the pods together, go on like a vacation, honeymoon situation. And then you move in with each other. And then you ultimately end up at a wedding where you can choose to marry this person or walk away. So that's the the premise of the show. And let's move on to the next uh, couple. So we talked about Brennan. So do we think they're a match? Brennan and Alexa. I I really don't. I feel like at the end of the day, they're going to say both say yes, but I really hope Alexa says no. Right. I think that she should say no as well, because I don't know if he's going to be able to fulfill. Um, But I don't think there was necessarily any red flags in that relationship. See, my red flag is he seems very okie dokie and like, he'll just go with anything. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, now that you say yeah. it, because I don't feel like when he was answering the questions that her father was asking, like he was being honest. Like you would be bothered by certain things. Like don't yeah. ask, don't be perfect. And it's like he's like, no, I would love her through anything. Like I, she, she is the one for me, and nothing is gonna tear me away from her. It's like okay. Yeah. And he did the same thing when she said, oh, I'll take you shopping. And then when he was cut to the one-on-one, he was like, yeah, she'll find out real quick. I'm not changing nothing. I'm I'm wearing what I'm wearing. And I was like, she going to galas, bro. You can't just be wearing what you wear. Right. Okay. What about um, who should we go to next? What's her Let's name? Let's talk about Nancy and Bartise. Girl. <sighs> okay, so there, here's my thing. I think Nancy has a hard time choosing men because she told yeah. she told two men in the pods that were terrible. What was the guy other guy's name that um that proposed to her? Oh, the one with the fake eye drops. Yes, 
that was horrible. He sat up there. So kudos to her for not picking him because first of all, he sat down in the interview and was like, "Are the cameras rolling?" Right. Like, like if the cameras weren't rolling yet, he probably would have did the eye drops before to like make it seem like he was crying. So that's basically what he did. He was like, "I'm so hurt." Eye drop, eye drop. Like, you gonna really put some fake eye drops and pretend to cry? You thought they were just gonna edit out the eye drop part? Like, no. I almost feel like he was being such an a-hole that he knew that they were not gonna edit out the eye drop part and he was being sarcastic and being a jerk. I feel like that's what happened. But then, once he was face-to-face with her, he acted like he was, you know, he changed his tune act like he was so hurt. But let's talk about Bartise. What do you think? What are what do you think about Barty? Lord, my favorite part of this whole situation right now has been the pool scene when he starts to try to tell um, Raven his little feelings, and she, and he she just lets him go at it like you know in the real world we probably would have you know we probably wouldn't have talked to each other because we're used to people coming up to to us we're not used to going up to other people but you know we both look good you look amazing I look amazing we would be like such the perfect couple la da 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 and she just let him mm-hmm, she just let him just she just let him just go and go and go and then the way she cut him off and said you know see that's why I like SK because we connect on a mental level we can just talk and and the way he just was like like he that's been my favorite moment so far as now um also, when he saw Raven for the first time and he just said how beautiful she was and breathtaking, I was just like, you know what it is about Bartiz? Mm-hmm. He might be 25, mm-hmm. but he's 16. He is. He's, he has a very immature way of looking th- looking at things. I also thought it was funny, though, in the pods really quick when um, Raven was, like, working out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. He was working out while he was pouring his heart out. That's how disconnected she was from him. Like, yeah. And she didn't think that at all. He didn't think no, that there was he, any way. He thinks that he's God's gift to the earth. And yeah. he's not really that attractive, if you ask he's me. Not. He's not. He's not. Not attractive, in my opinion. But he thinks very highly of himself. And I don't like how he switched up on Nancy once he saw Raven. Right. The whole thing with this show is to not worry about like looks or your type physically. Um, You know, the experiment is not about that. And so I feel like with Nancy, he was like talking about, you know, she was so beautiful. He was kissing her every five seconds. And like just so into her, but then the moment he sees Raven, he completely switched up on her. Yep. Basically told her he was not attracted to her and she was not his type. And he switched up. Like she said he went from giving her 15 kisses a day to like one or two. And Nancy is not like unattractive. Like she I thought she was really pretty. I thought she had like a good, amazing body. Now, the only thing that did throw me off about Nancy was okay. the whole thing about the eggs. The eggs. 
remember she had she had she could possibly have a hundred a hundred children out there. Okay, that was weird. Yeah, she sold her eggs in like college or something. But I think it was messed up with production because while Bartise was talking to uh Raven at the little meetup party, mm -hmm. she was stuffing her face. She was right. That was so jacked up. That was messed up. She was eating the whole time and he's talking about how bomb Raven's body is. And he's like, you know, we both work out. We're both into fitness and we're both like this and that. And as he, they cut to her, she over there stepping her face. <laughs> that was just, that was, that was horrible. And you know what? You know what? It was a red flag for me too. Mm -hmm. Is like with Raven and with, I'm sorry, with Nancy and Bartiz was a red flag is, you know what? This whole thing with her ex is the realtor and he was the love of her life. And now they got these two properties together. And like, I get it, but I can't marry you until that real estate stuff yeah. is figured out. And when I also didn't like the way that Barty switched it up when she said, you know, she was explaining her finances, right? And then she ends up saying, well, you know, once we get married, my money is your money. So, you know, this 200000 blah, 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 is also yours. It was like, oh, yeah. yeah, he was like real funky about the whole financial situation until she said that. And then he was yeah. like, oh, bet. Red flag, major red <laughs> flag, because he he is like red flag alert. Like there's so yeah. many things that in this relationship that are just not okay. Like for him to... Tell, basically tell her he's not attracted to her looks, but he's attracted to her mind is so right. freaking mind-boggling. Like, could you imagine like what's going on in her head? Like, yeah. he's in love with this person, but he's telling her basically, I don't, I'm not attracted to you physically. But you know, we have such a good connection. Yeah. Like, well, what is it like? And then, you know, for him to switch up when he hears that she's willing to open up her finances to him, it's like. Okay, so you're gonna be moving for my, for my money. Right. It was such a money play. Yeah, it is, but on her part, it is a huge red flag that you have properties with your exes and she withheld th that information. Yeah, she and did. They had that he she used him as a realtor, but they have several properties together. Yeah. So he's gonna be tied to her until they resolve those properties. So which it doesn't seem like she plans on doing so. They're business partners. Yeah, they're business partners. They're full-on business partners that broke up, but the money's still good, so they can't really... They ain't trying to lose that because they both have financial freedom, and they're not trying to lose their financial freedom. So even though they're not together, they still got to make this money so that they can live however they want to live. But you know what? I also kind of think that Nancy should have maybe cut her losses when she found out he was 25. Yeah. because I just feel like even though because he's never shown a mature side like yeah. I just never feel like he's ever shown any maturity even in the pods like I, I never got mature from him right yeah I think she kind of set herself up for failure with this I feel like she should both of the guys that she picked were not good for her I feel like she should have just walked away yeah her losses and walked away and said you know what 
But maybe she just wanted to continue on with the process. So she just picked the better of the two or what she thought was the better of the two. But with the way she's crying a lot makes me feel like she might actually feel like she's in love with him. Yeah, it does feel like she has an attachment to him. Like she does feel attached. Yeah, she she very much so feels attached with him. Um, and they did have other, you know, things that they didn't agree, agree on. Um, but just overall, I don't think it's going to work. I feel like he has a lot of growing up to do. Um, and I feel like she also needs to figure out what she really wants. And um, I don't know if she's maybe not healed from that past relationship. Because I feel like, why are you going on a show to marry somebody when you haven't tied up loose ends? Right. And it's such a short period of time. Yeah. like They might get married what man in their right mind is going to be like, oh, you got properties with your ex? Sure, no problem. Like, that's, no, that's a lot. What if he, what if he comes in, you're telling me that you're going to give me access to uh, whatever you pull in, but what if he's like, no? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's not just your decision when your assets are tied up with someone else. And her mom was not playing her brothers her brother her her little brother he was not playing okay honey? not at all not at all and we have not seen the second part to the reunion yet so we don't know if they stay married or parted ways but i think he says no and the brother lashes out because if the candles were not there nancy's little brother he would have mollywopped him. Uh, all day. Okay. <laughs> all day. For sure. Okay. Let's move on. Do you want to talk about Zanab and Cole? Yeah, let's talk about Zanab and Cole. Because <sighs> you know what <laughs> you know what it is? People like um people like Cole mm-hmm. are always trying to do better in life right like I feel like he's such a like oh I want to do bigger I want to do better and I feel like he didn't go for Colleen because that was his normal type and he's felt like his normal type it doesn't work out and I should get somebody more mature but it's like there's a reason why that type of girl like Colleen is better for you because you cannot handle the maturity you're not mature your house says that you are not mature one bit not one bit Mm-mm. the man had socks on the kitchen table <laughs> i mean every cabinet was open it was trash everywhere i mean his apartment was nasty and the and the bad part about it is it looked like a nice apartment right right completely trashed just nasty like what grown you're not a frat boy like what grown man lives like this like if you have a few socks in the floor, your med- your bed was not made, a few dishes in the sink, that's normal single bachelor behavior. This man had, I mean, I said, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> There's always one with a jacked up house. There's always one. Right. But- and it I felt like with Cole, the second he told Zanab or whatever that she was a nine 
it was over because I cannot. So I think I missed that part. Did he say Colleen, Colleen was a 10? And she was Yeah, like, he was like, well, it's obvious that Colleen and Raven, they're 10 out of 10. I mean, that's obvious. I, I gave you a nine. I just heard that he that he told her that she was a nine. And I was like, why, why is she mad about a nine? Nine is a good score. But um, and then she was like, it's probably my fault for asking you to rape me while we were by the pool. So I guess when they were in the pool and she walks by and she says, you know, she was just trying to be funny. Like she was trying to be like, you know, trying to be cool. Like she was trying to be like flirty. She's not that girl. And she's not. She's a very, she's very rigid. She wants routine. She wants structure. She wants things a certain way. She wants things her way or the highway. And it's just a certain, I don't know, the scene in the kitchen just really bothered me when he was um, trying to cook for her. <laughs> I'm like, girl. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it as a woman. It's like, okay, no, you're, we all do it. But some stuff you got to just let live in your head. Like she, yeah. like, tear, she was eating him up. And I don't know, I feel like, Possibly she could have picked him because she thought that she could mold him into the man that she wanted him to be. Because there's no way that she really thought that he was gonna be any different than who he is. Mm, like she was, she was really. I think that she was. You know what I think it was? I think she was taking his words as factual and not realizing his level of sarcasm. Right, right. That's true. Because they can't see each other, so they can't see each other's... Um, somebody mentioned that. Like, it's diff I think he mentioned that about her because he was saying that, you know, she said stuff like this before, but I thought on the other side of the wall, she was laughing when she said it. Now, right. Face to face with her, I know that she's dead serious, and I'm like, do you even like me? Like... Yeah. And I think this is like a good example because a lot of times this is what, you know, women naturally do is like, sometimes you take a man that is good enough and figure, okay, I can just tweak. I can, I can work on this with him. Like I can tweak these things with him to get him to where he needs to be. Like he has a good foundation. <laughs> right. Right. And that's a huge mistake. It is. It is. It's a huge mistake huge mistake because you can't make that decision for him if he yeah. comes into the relationship and he has he's like these are the things that i'm working on and he's like i've already you know put this in play to work on x y and z that's one thing but for you to take him look at him and be like mm -mm, we're, we're gonna work on that and expect for everything to just fall in line it's not gonna happen mm -mm. like he was he didn't he didn't, i don't even think he presented himself as a guy who has all this structure and like is you know just the way he joked and like talked and stuff i wouldn't be like oh his house is pristine like, right everything in order because i think that really genuinely bothers her yeah me too he doesn't live that way and like the way she was just jump jumping in and like mothering him but then getting mad when he didn't do like you know what she wanted him to do. I'm like, girl, you're not gonna get. Listen, what is the um term? You get more bees with honey or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like she didn't present any type of like 
she didn't butter it at all. She did not. No. She gave him some dry, burnt <laughs> bread. Like, why would you just tell him flat out like that? Like, get a seat in the chicken. Nobody wants to hear that. No, no. You know, she might have been better off with Brennan. Yes, I definitely feel like they could have swapped. Colleen, oh no, Brennan. Brennan is the uh the other guy. I don't know, his feelings might have been hurt too. Matt, okay, maybe Matt. Matt would have been a good one because he would have been like, oh, baby, you know I like seasoning. I don't know, because he's so right. southern to me. Yeah, I don't know. he is. I feel like he could have offset her a little bit because I feel like Brennan might have been too passive. Yeah. I've been able to handle her, but I feel like Matt could handle her. Like, he yeah. could match her energy. Cole, his feelings is getting hurt. Yeah, his but feelings Matt, is getting hurt. Matt's feelings be getting hurt, too, so I don't know. Listen, can we go talk about Matt real quick? Yes. Matt and Colleen. First of all, I never really liked Colleen in the pods, but I started to feel bad for her because I realized that in her world that she lived in with her friend group, she was getting a lot of pretty girl privilege. And it did not sink well over to the pods when you had to like mentally get to know somebody. It did not because she got she got rejected by what like three guys first. Yeah, like she literally has been depending on her looks within her social group for her dating. It was like episode after episode, they were like, sorry, I'm gonna go with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't have anybody. Oh, I, I, I completely agree, and I think she was trying to paint a picture. She was trying to cheat. She was yeah. To she was trying to cheat. I'm a ballerina. I'm a ballerina. Yeah. I'm a ballerina. I'm a ballerina. Yeah. Okay, so what else do you like? What I'm a ballerina. <laughs> I literally know nothing else about her besides that fact that she's a ballerina. I don't know. And then when she told Colin in the pods that, like, oh no, I just like to keep it at at a like um what did she say at a like she doesn't like to go deep like i just want to keep it at like surface level like i'm not trying to go deep and you on the wrong show sweetie and cole was like i'm like even if it, cole was just like you don't you just want to stay on the surface like even cole was like right. <laughs> like you sound like my type but you just literally just told me you just want to stay on the surface level right like what am i supposed to do with that and she's just trying to stay on the show yeah yeah, I think so too. And I feel like we had somebody like that last season too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I also I I do think she was still trying to just stay on the show. But I think she likes Matt, but I still think she wanna be in the streets at the same time. I think she wanna I think at the end of the day, once they saw met everybody, she liked Matt, but I think she, her and Cole really would like to give their situation a chance. (laughs) Like if they were like, okay, now that you've seen everybody, would anybody like to swap? They would be like, I I volunteer as a tribute. (laughs) Yeah. Then they would look at each other like, yeah, let's swap. Um, Matt, Matt is not healed. He is not ready for this. He need a, I, I was really hoping that day when he got upset, I was really hoping he left. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, he should have left. He definitely should have left. 
it's sad what happened to him, but he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready because he was not ready. That whole conversation when he was like, because you know what? He was, the thing is, when they all met up and he really said like, no, I got eyes for my girl, my girl only. Like, I'm just here for her. Like, he was just all about about it. Right. And then to come back to the room and find out you told somebody else that they look good when you just you told everybody that your eyes yeah. were only for Colleen. I just thought that part was just like. He said that too. He said, there's a lot of things you could have She's like, well, what am I supposed to say? He's like, there's a lot of things you could have said. Like, just like I said, I only had eyes for you. You could have said the same thing to him. Like, but you wanted to flirt. Yep. You wanted to flirt. You wanted to flirt. And I think that is a red flag. Like, if yep. you're given an opportunity to sit before someone else that you were talking to, that's your time to make a stance and say, that's my man. I'm going to sit beside him. But you use it as an opportunity to show him, like, you know, I do think he's cute, you know. Yeah. Just in case, you know. Because I do feel like they do that on this show. They kind of, like, filter through to see, like, if the other person, like, you know, would give him a chance off the show. Um, So, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. But I also think he's a red flag in the sense of, he just feels really insecure and just wants to feel that this level of loyalty just because everything he's gone through yeah, that it's the situation yeah he's trying to he and you know his situation was sad he had a high school sweetheart that broke his heart that he got married to but when he was like you're not gonna play me i'm not gonna be played i've not been played before like, listen, i will never be played like a fiddle again okay <laughs> And I'm like, boy, you being played like a fiddle on national on TV on Hulu, right? Netflix, girl. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what else about Zane? Anything else about Zaynab? I just think she's mean. Colleen? Oh, you mean Zaynab? You think she's mean? Or she, maybe she just doesn't like him. Okay, so I always thought she was so nice. I think she's direct. I think she's too, maybe too direct. I don't know. Maybe maybe too direct and cannot read a room. She Yeah, can't read a room. Because I feel like I'm a very direct person. But sometimes when I say things that I know might be a little too direct, I'd be like, I'm sorry, was that like too much? Like, you know, like you can kind of catch yourself. Right. If someone says something, you acknowledge it and acknowledge their feelings. But I feel like she's like, Mm-mm, it is what it is. But also, I don't know if she even really likes Cole. She seems like she's irritated by him. Yeah, she does seem irritated. I'm telling you, ever since she told him, ever since he told her she was a, a nine out of ten, it was over. It was over. <laughs> then they had a little moment or whatever. Where he, you know, basically apologized, trying to butter her up. And or she could just be one of those women that likes to be chased, maybe. Like, like she's going to give him this all this energy, all this, you know, negative energy. And she wants him to, like, be in her face and be like, come on, babe, come on. Wait, okay. 
one thing when you guys the editing is so off right but her one-on-one personality with cole with zanae and cole their one-on-one personality versus when zanae talks about cole to colleen different i was like she's just openly telling colleen how she busting it open like zanae i did not expect that from you that's what I'm saying. Her with the girls is a completely different person. So I'm confused. Like, is it, is it, this is how she is with men or she just doesn't really like him that much and she want to make him work for it. Like, I can't, I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Cause it's coming off as like, she just don't really like him like that. Or she wants him to work harder for her I don't, affection or whatever. I don't know. My thing is, you can't have sexual interaction three times a day and not like a person. Some people can. <laughs> because I'm wrong. Because I was just like, if you don't like him, I think you're right in the fact that she wants Cole to chase her harder. Like, she doesn't feel like he's bringing it on thick enough. Or maybe, like you said, she's making him pay for that comment. Yeah, because that comment, that was that really pissed her off. Yeah, that would I would walk away from that. I'm sorry, because ain't nobody else attend but me. If you and me, yeah, you don't say that to my face. No, if you want to think it, whatever. But that better not be my face. Okay, that better not mouth to me. <laughs> okay, who would I be? Think about it. Who would I be to sit up here with a man? that dated this girl yeah Let me call her a 10 to my face and i'm just gonna sit here on t- and, and be like oh yeah i'll be a nine nah no no you shouldn't even see it ain't no numbers with nobody else but me like okay you gotta be all about me or nothing that's I, it I, no i'm with you on that i'm with you on that okay let's talk about everybody's favorite okay Oh, I have mixed emotions with them. <laughs> Raven and SK. Oh my God. I never thought she was going to pick SK at first in the pods. And when she walked out after the proposal and she barely even touched that man, I thought Raven going to exit the show. Yeah. From her, I actually started to believe her at the fact that she actually really only wants to connect with somebody on a mental level. Like she wasn't joking. Yeah. And that's why I said I had mixed emotions, but also she did say that she's not really an emotional person. So some moments it looks like, is she, you know, is she here? Is she into him? Yeah. I I can't tell, but I do think that all in all, it could have been, you know, true that she's looking for something deeper because she's a very pretty girl. But also what I notice is I don't think she really believes how pretty she is because she was like, I don't know if he's going to like me. Is he going to like my hair? Even after she's seen him. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're right. Even after they saw each other, she was like, well, I don't know. Like he hasn't said anything. Is he attracted to me? Does he like my hair? Do I look okay? Like, you know, so maybe she has some insecurities there, which I've heard a lot of like, 
you know, girls that would typically be viewed as very, you know, beautiful women, they can't see what other people see. Mm, Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if she has a complex there or whatever, but yeah, I didn't think that she would, I don't know, just go for him, but I could see why she would want something different. Yeah. Like, I can see that too. Like I'm basically like I'm tired of dealing with these guys who just want me to be arm candy or they're with me just because they think I'm cute. Yeah. Like, you know, she wants to be valued more than just by her looks, which is very commendable. But yeah. I just thought I understand what she wants, and I did think that was commendable too. And at first, at first, I really thought okay you know what sk at first i thought sk could be that type of person and then the farther we got along i was like sk didn't even understand the level of maturity you know what you know what i kind of think i kind of think because they did communicate so much which was something i really liked i actually think that sk got to a point where he understood that Raven is obviously beautiful. I think he did like her mind. I think he thought her mind was very beautiful. Like, I think he really liked Raven as a person, but I think because they were both so, um, like, like, they were both so um, like very good at communicating, very good at the, the, they both had that deep want of to take like that mental state further, right? I think he understood that he could not he could not be the person that she wanted at the at the time and I think he felt okay with that like I obviously like you but I I think he understood like I can't be the person that you even though I like you a lot I can't be the person that you actually need right now and that's not a bad thing it's just I understand what you want and I can't be that right now because I think also though that he was putting up a front like he was acting like he didn't want no traditional values like he didn't care about the fact that she didn't cook he didn't care about the fact that you know she wasn't going to come with him to California like he acted like bothered him yeah until the end yeah right until the end but I'm glad he was true to himself in the end because I was like this is not going to work yeah, like, it was very misleading because he just kind of let it keep going. Like it never seemed like he cut in and said, "Well, I'm not okay with that." You know? Yeah, I think he should have been more true and honest with what he really wanted. Yeah, I think that he valued her mind. He valued her independence. He valued because she she would need to be with him going for two years. He needed somebody that was not going to be, you know, dependent upon him to be there every second of the day. So I do think that he valued that for the time being. Mm. But I think in the future, that was not going to work. He, no matter how you twist and turn it, he is a Nigerian man. (laughs) He's a Nigerian man. There are certain things that I know he's, you know, like I would think, I won't say But I would think that he would want in a wife. Right. He just does not seem interested in those those home values as far as like you know participating in 
preparing the meals and like I think even they was talking about cleaning or something she's like yeah you got that babe or something like that but you know even with his mom stepping in I feel like his mom was gonna probably try to mold her <laughs> yeah it kind of felt that way too like the mom was gonna be like don't worry SK I will I will you know I got it I got it I'll be there for you and I'll make sure this all works out and I loved that about the mom yes I love the moment that they had um that Raven and his mom had together I yeah thought that was very beautiful and um I do kind of in the end like they kind of like wore me down I was like wanting them to work yeah. but I was just like I don't know if it's going to like I don't in the beginning, when they first met each other, it didn't even seem like they were connecting. Right, right. Like, it seemed like she was kind of like a little, like, I don't know. Snooty. Like, we'll see. Yeah, and he was just kind of there. Like, he didn't really know what to do. I liked when he said, um, I'm being, like, she confronted him about being kind of standoffish. And he was like, well, you know, that's the energy you're giving me. I don't even know if you like you like me or you want me to be here so I'm not feeling comfortable to you know yeah, and she was just like so thrown off by that and I was like girl you really don't you you don't see your language that you throw yeah I don't think she she yeah I don't think she's aware uh but that's the good thing about like these reality shows is you kind of kind of to see yourself back yeah and um hopefully she's able to see like her body language and like you know what she's giving off but um yeah that's the only thing with them that I really saw that I was just like I don't feel like he was being true to himself as far as like what he really wanted yeah and he, yeah but you know what I think it was he wasn't being true about what he really wanted and I think that was because the way he was uh, his upbringing he was trying to figure out how not to be like his dad in the sense of having multiple wives but still having the traditions that were in his home and he couldn't quite figure out that balance because it seemed like he wants to mix he did he didn't he doesn't know how to mix that balance because he hasn't seen that presented right. you know? that's, that's a good very good point that's a very good point like he wanted a more um non-traditional marriage but with some 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 parts of it but like you said if you if you have never seen it you don't really know how to do it you kind of just figure it out along the way yeah and something I also thought was interesting that a lot of people were talking about is the fact that um Raven said, well, if we're going to get married, you know, even though you pay for your bills in California, I expect you to pay half of my bills at my house. So I'm going to keep my house. You're going to get rid of your house and be in California. And a lot of people thought that was a wild thing to say. But it's like, you know, he's going to school. I understand too. Huh? I think it was a wild thing to say too. Like, bro, he gotta go to school, and they're currently in Texas, right? Uh, Dallas. Yeah, yeah, Texas. Yeah, and he's gotta live in California. Yeah, and he's in California at that. So you expect for him to? He's not working, mind you. He said that he is. You know, he planned for this, so he 
he's got a good nest egg and he could take care of her is what he said. Right. I don't know if he's thinking about paying two rents or two mortgages. Or he, the way his eyes lit up, ain't no way. Like all of it? All of it? You better bring your child to California and do yoga out here. or <laughs> Like, girl, you tripping. You paying for your life right now. Go ahead and pay for your life right now. Yeah, and then let's just not get married. Let's just stay in a long-distance relationship. Yeah, like, I, I could have seen that happening, too. I think that that's, if I was her, that's what I, I would have done. I would have told him before the wedding, though. So they could have stood up there as a united front, like, we're not going to get married. But this is our plan, X, Y, and Z. I came across, I think, his Instagram yesterday, and it seems like they still communicate. Yeah, because I saw an interview today with the guys versus the girls on E! News, and it sounded like Raven and SK are, they're, they're, on, they're on friendly terms. They're on friendly terms, but obviously they can't say if they're together or not, but they're basically on friendly terms, and so. Yeah, and he still has a year left of school. So maybe they, that would have been a smart thing to do. That's what I would have did. I was about to listen. Listen. Yeah, like do you plan on moving back to Dallas? Because I also think it's it would have been dangerous for them to get married and then her to stay in her city. Right. That would have been bad. A lot of temptation, a lot of other things going on. She could have got bored. She could because she seemed like the type that would just get bored and do, you know. Yeah. Especially if she's the type of woman that's used to getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Her man is, you know, in another state. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yes, I guess we'll have to see how the the rest of the um, coupling or the coupling girl. That's, a, <laughs> <laughs> that's what is it? Um, Love Island uh, language. Oh. Um, we'll have to see how the rest of the couples match up if they get married if they don't what are your predictions of the rest of the couple so we already saw um sk and raven and they said no and that was the only one we saw so far right right and then it was left on the cliffhanger with nancy and bartice okay i think that bartice says no he better say no he better say no if he say yes it's gonna be a problem Okay, what about Colleen and Matt? Colleen and Matt, I think they're both going to say yes. I agree. I think they're going to say yes. Brennan and um, Zane, oh no, not Brennan. Cole and Zaynib. Cole, Cole and Zaynib? I think Cole says no. Ooh. Uh, I really don't know. I, I kind of think I think there's a chance they could both say yes, but I think they're going to say no. Okay. And then Brennan and Alexa. Is her name Alexa or Alexis? You're right. Alexa and Brennan. I think they're going to say yes. Yeah, I think they're going to say yes. And I think they're just saying yes to say yes. I don't think they... <laughs> I don't think they're going to stay together long. Really? Yeah, I think they're just saying I yes. I don't know. I don't know why, but I feel like they're going to figure it out. I think they're going to want to fit. I think, I feel like they're going to force it just like that couple did last season where they just forced it. Yeah. 
And then one day he's over there smacking on steak <laughs> at um at a steakhouse and she's like he used the wrong fork. I feel like if they but no, but but her family, they are wealthy, but they a little ratchet. That's true. Okay, okay. Oh no. I think if they can make it a year, then I feel like they can make it. Because I feel like once the show aired, their life changes. And he's gonna step into another realm of things and kind of have to dip more into her world. Mm, that's a good one and I think that that's going to balance it out and he's going to get a taste of it and he's going to like it and I think that with the show if they play it how they should play it he'll be making more money you know, mm. you know it'll be a different lifestyle that's a really good point that's a really good point okay we'll see we'll see I think out of everybody that they could possibly make it work okay but we shall see y'all. We shall see. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you guys, we didn't spoil Love is Blind for you guys. If not, you just got a little synopsis. You can still go back and watch. Okay? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Thanks you guys are following us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Somebody's Mama Podcast. Please give us a five-star rating and review. And we will holler at y'all. Bye. Bye.